I have on the telephone Derek Van Orden, who would like to replace the retiring Ron Kind. And a question, when I mentioned earlier that he was going to be on this week, I got a listener who sent me a question uh, for you. Derek, good morning, and thanks very much for talking with us. I appreciate it. Well, I, I am very thankful to be on the show. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you're here as well. Uh, uh, people say all the time, the best thing for government to do is to get out of my way and let me let me take care of business. I'll be legal and I'll pay my taxes and don't get in my way. So uh, as a, uh, as a uh, candidate or maybe as the winner of that seat, uh, in Congress, how far out of the way will you be from uh, people in this district doing their business? Well, I, I think that the federal government's role should not be as intrusive as it has been over the last couple of years. Um, we've seen massive government overreach. If you think about the five elements of the First Amendment, uh, freedom of religion, speech, the press, uh, assembly and redress, all those were trounced on by the federal and state government. I just don't think that's appropriate. There has to be the right mix for the federal government, like, for instance, securing the borders. That is a job of the federal government. And under uh, Joe Biden's watch, we've had over 2 million illegal immigrants enter the country. We've had over 100,000 Americans dying of fentanyl overdose. And 90% of that fentanyl comes across the southern border. You just mentioned the war on drugs. This is something we can actually do. Well, um, and, and, I went down to the border. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I went down to the border because we've had um, uh, several overdoses of fentanyl here in our district in the, in the 19 counties that we have now. So those things like that are important for the federal government. The military should be, needs to be run by the federal government. Um, what the federal government should not be doing is over-regulating folks to the point where they can't run their businesses. Well, anybody that has a great business idea also has to be ready for a new law uh, requiring you pay more tax on that, whatever the issue is. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And listen, we have to be able to levy taxes as a government to pay for the services that we talked about, securing the border of the military. Um, it's incredibly important that we do that. But when we are the tax burden is onerous on, on folks, that's capital money that they can't reinvest into the business. That's money that they can't give to their employees to improve their quality of life. So I am not a tax and spend guy at all. They had record amounts of revenue coming in during the Biden administration, we're still in deficit spending. That means that Washington, D.C. is addicted to spending our money. And I'm not. Sarah Jane and I ran our household. We raised four kids on a single enlisted guy's salary. So we know how to budget things. We live on my enlisted retirement right now. We know how to run a budget. Washington, D.C. does not. That's what we need in D.C. is somebody that's actually had to live on a budget. Right. We got to have politicians that stop saying we'll just print more money. That's not to, I, I want to go back to the uh, border for just a second. I know that's uh, a very important issue for you. And we've heard earlier this week that uh, the CDC may be dropping its, uh, is it called what, Title 42? Their restrictions on incoming uh, uh, immigrants uh, regarding COVID and so forth. So if they drop that Title 42, it opens the uh, border even more for immigration. And many would argue that there's it's it's been a wide open border since Biden took office. Uh, and the uh, Jen Psaki filler inner said that the uh, administration is preparing for the influx of more uh, immigrants. Uh, do you believe that's the case? Yes, absolutely. Title 42 is was enacted to prevent the ability for folks to come into the country 
that have communicable diseases, and that was used under COVID extensively, and I believe rightfully so. Um, however, the Biden administration disagreed with that policy, so they stopped doing it. Then they were sued and ordered by a federal court. This, come, this is, by the way, comes directly from the Border Patrol Union guy's mouth. We're speaking to him down in El Paso. So the, the Biden administration realized that they had to do some sort of Title 42, so they're paying lip service to this uh the um, the U.S. title, the code that they were supposed to be doing, which means they're allowing more and more immigrants in. So what they're doing now by projecting the dropping in this Title 42, the only reasonable logical outcome of that is hundreds and hundreds of thousands of more illegal immigrants entering the country every year because they know they're not going to be immediately deported. And you know what? The border crisis right now in the, in, uh, the United States of America is caused by poor policies set by the Biden administration. We have to remember why it's like this. The country was not like this 13 months ago. People were not having to decide between filling up their gas tank and their grocery store 13 months ago. We just weren't. We, we put together a human supply chain over in Holman the other day. We had um, a farmer, a trucker, and a mom and her son. And if you think about it, these guys stepped up, these two guys, and, and uh, when Mary got up, Jim, uh, the farmer said, look, you think input costs are bad now? We stopped uh, pumping gas and, and fracking for um, liquid natural gas. That's where fertilizer comes from. Food prices are going to continue to skyrocket. Leo got up there. He can't afford parts for his truck. He spent 2800 bucks a week for fuel. And it wasn't like that 13 months ago. Mary says that she, got, she shops around now to all these different stores calls her friends, and they share shopping tips and coupons. In, yeah, in 2022 in the United States, that's what it was like when I grew up in abject rural poverty in the 1970s. Biden, the Biden administration's horrible policies have returned us back to the 1970s, and every single person driving by, every quick trip, every day, and every um, gas station, uh, all the Exxons, everybody, everyone across the board can see what these prices are every day when they go grocery shopping. Oh, and it, just, it wasn't like this 13 months ago. It's painful. There's no question about that. Derek Van Orden running to replace the retiring Ron Kine, the third district uh, congressional seat. That's us, ladies and gentlemen, right here in this neighborhood. I wish we had more time. We start talking about farming issues, and it makes me crazy because I get all kinds of information from farmers who listen. Daryl, thank you very much for talking with us this morning. We'll do it again.